As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Thoughts lead to actions, and actions, habits, and habits, character, and character, destiny. Join this purple girl in her purple world as we share inspiration and build hope together, one thought at a time. The destiny you desire is only a thought away. Good morning. Welcome back to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. I'm Justina Page, your podcast host. It's Wednesday, Hope Through Scripture Day with Pastor Page. Hey, Pastor Page. Hello, dear. Today we are looking again at the advent of our Savior, Jesus Christ. This is December and all month we want to look a little bit at our Savior since we're going to be celebrating Christmas this month together. And we're thinking about the entry of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into this world to be our Savior. And today I want to read from Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And so this is a famous Christmas scripture. And because of this, I want to center today on the idea of the gift. This is our title for today, The Gift. We're thinking about what has been given to us as believers, what's been given to us as men and women in the form of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Notice in this text it says, Unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. Makes me think of John 3.16, which all of us know so well. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. So I want to concentrate just a little bit today on the gift. Jesus Christ is a gift given to us who believe. In actuality, it's a gift given to the whole world, but he has to be received in order for that gift uh, to take effect. So, so it is a precious gift. And think about this. It is a gift of the highest order. Over in John 3, 16, it describes it by saying God so loved the yeah. world. And that so, that, that little word S-O is the biggest word that you can imagine. Powerful. So loved. In other words, his love was so great that he gave us his highest. He gave us his best. He gave us his only son. Now, there's a sense that we understand in the mystery of the triune being of God that Father, Son, and Spirit are all one. And so there's a sense in which God gave us himself yeah. completely and fully when he gave us the gift of this child or this son. So God gave the son. That is an enormous gift to us because wrapped up in the son is 
everything that we need. Powerful. Wrapped up in the Son is salvation, is is hope, is love, is forgiveness, is is eternal life. Is cleansing. A cleansing, washing, the new life. Everything is wrapped up in the Son. And God gave us the perfect gift when he gave us his Son. Think about how precious the Son is to the Father. How precious Jesus was to his Father. And you will understand the enormity of the gift and what God is offering. Uh, God gave the son. The son gave his life. Just think about that. Yeah. The son agreed to give his life. What a precious gift. I go back to Genesis chapter 22 when Abraham was asked or actually commanded to offer his son on a mountain that God would show him yeah. as a sacrifice. One of the more remarkable things about that story is that the son, once he recognized what was going on, never fought his father back. Yeah. But willingly allowed his father to bind him and lay him on the altar. And even when the father raised the knife to kill his son, you find no objection or struggle from the son because the son understood the cost of his father's obedience to God. This is a good picture of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who went to the cross willingly, who gave his life willingly. He was a voluntary offering. Totally different from the Old Testament sacrifices. I can assure you the sheep were not willing. The, the bulls were not willing. <laughs> you don't think they went they, they, straight they, to the slaughter? <laughs> they were not volunteering their lives. They, their lives were taken. But Jesus' life wasn't taken. It was given. Powerful. It was given. Why? Because it's the precious gift of life that he was given. See, when God gave the son and the son offered his life, really what he was giving us was life. The Bible calls it eternal life. Over in 1 John chapter 5, it says that he who has the son has the life. And he who has not the son of God has not the life. What do we mean by the life? We're talking about the ultimate life, the ultimate reflection of all life. That is the life that is within God himself, which we know as eternal life amen the greek word is zoe <laughs> it's the god type of life it is the life that god lives it's the life that god enjoys it is the life that flows uninterrupted from him this is the life the precious gift of life that has been offered to us think about life life is the most precious gift that we have life is so priceless that we could never earn it own it or buy it through means of our own. It has to be a gift. Yeah. So precious that there's no way we could ever deserve it. No way we could accumulate it through efforts of our own. And so the only way we can have it is as a free gift. Think about that. And that life is in the Son of God, Jesus Christ. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about the gift. And I'm, I'm, I'm just going to make just a small analogy here that I think is relevant to the conversation. But a lot of times when we receive gifts, it depends on how much we appreciate them, how we treat it. That's correct. You know, I hate to say I have gifts that I saw 
and never saw again. Right. Because it didn't maybe it it didn't suit my fancy or I just didn't um, appreciate it as I should or whatever right. is right. on the table. But I'm thinking if we really look at the gift of Christ mm. to us yes. and properly appreciate and there's gifts I have that I take out and I look at over and over again. That's right. You know, because right. of how I valued that gift. Absolutely. Some of it is on display hmm. because this was given to me. Yes. So I'm just thinking about Christ. Hmm. Um, we could display him through our hope. Yes. Our hope could display him. That's right. Just because of what we believe and what we feel about him. Absolutely. It's like Peter says, sanctify the Lord God in your heart and be ready to give an answer to every man concerning the hope that is within you. That answer means that we are displaying, if you will, an argument in favor of the goodness of God. <laughs> I love that. An argument in favor yes. of the goodness yeah. of God. We're trying to I show the world that he is good, that he is righteous, that he is just, he is holy, he is loving. All of these things that he wants us to display so that we can draw men through the love of Christ. But the gift is Christ. Beautiful. Think about how precious that gift is to us today. And through that gift, we have eternal life. Uh, looking in Isaiah 9 and verses 6 through 7 there again, I think a lot of what was wrapped up in the gift was displayed there in the verse. The first thing it says is that the government will be upon his shoulder. And I thought about that. He will assume absolute rulership and why is this a precious gift because he is a loving and benevolent ruler thank god so instead of being ruled by sin and satan and and evil men anymore the rulership will go to someone who loves us someone whose heart is toward us someone who wants the best for us and this is a wonderful gift in and of itself that the government will be upon his shoulder, that he would bear the burden of rulership and the responsibilities therewith on our behalf. That's beautiful. I think that's a precious gift. And, and we yet to see that fulfilled completely because we know that Christ will rule one day from the city of David. And now another aspect of the gift is in the names that they have for him here. Yes. Those names. I love the first one. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Some people say wonderful counselor, but those are actually two names, two different names. Wonderful and then counselor. Yeah. But, but the first one, wonderful, it is so grand, I think. Yeah. What it is saying. That's what he will be to my spirit. Wonderful. <laughs> yes. He will evoke wonder in me. Yes. Awe, gratitude, appreciation. There's something about this gift that is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Worthy of wonder. Worthy of praise. Worthy of adoration. That's one of his names. Wonderful. As a matter of fact, on one occasion... Someone asks Jesus, and of course, there's some speculation or some controversy about this, but I believe the Old Testament manifestation of the angel of the Lord was actually the pre-incarnate Christ, yeah. Jesus. And he, sh he showed up to 
I believe it was the parents of Samson. Yeah. And he revealed himself to them. And remember at the end, he jumped in the sacrifice and went up with the smoke. That's right. Showing that he would be the sacrifice. Right. And they would worship him and, and they wanted to know about his prophecy. And then they asked him what his name was. Yeah. And he says, why do you ask me my name seeing that it is wonderful? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. There it is. Another translation of that was that it is secret. In other words, it is beyond us. Yeah. It, the, the name to express who he is is so great that we can't fully comprehend it. It is surpassing what we would know or understand. The scripture I like to think of there is that uh, that it will be greater than anything that we can imagine. Yeah. You know, the scripture that says right. that, that, that what we receive from the Lord is greater than anything we can ask, think or imagine. Yeah. Another scripture says, no, I have seen, no ear have heard the things that God have prepared for those who love him. So his first name was wonderful. That's part of the gift. Counselor. The second part of the gift was counsel. That is one who is called alongside us for our defense. <laughs> Woo, that's powerful. That's a gift that we have. Yeah. We have counsel in heaven today. Jesus stands on our behalf. His blood speaks forgiveness and cleansing for all of our sins. And he is always on our defense. Now you're talking about a hope builder. Yes. Look at that. He's the great wow. counselor. That's that's his name. Uh, it also said he would be called the everlasting father. I think that is one of the incredible things to say there. Because that unites him with the father, the almighty God, showing that he and his father are one. So that his name would also be the everlasting father. So one gift we have through that is fatherhood then. Thank you, Jesus. And the final one I want to mention here is that he is the prince of peace, meaning that with this gift is peace. My Lord. Peace with God. You know, one of the gifts that we have is a right relationship with God. That is through Jesus Christ. Peace with God, peace from God, and the peace of God. Thank you, Lord. All these things we experience as believers. So today I just want to talk briefly about the gift. Woo. All right. What you doing with your gift? I'm just wondering. We're just speaking. Do you have it out on display? Or is it under the bed somewhere? Or how the scripture said, under a bushel. <laughs> we want to have our gift on display. We want to appreciate and use our gift and let it work for us yes. and build hope in us. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please be sure to tune in next time for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.